Hey Afros community, welcome back to the Afro Show where we host mobile experts to unlock valuable natural insights on how you can grow your app. No matter where you are in your Afro journey, we are here to help you reach your mobile goals. Goal. Let's dive into today's episode. Today we are so excited to be joined by Roy Nam co-founder and CEO of Airbridge. As one of the major accomplishments in his life, Roy has been awarded the 2020 Ford's 30 Under 30 Asia. Roy is also an awarded engineer and entrepreneur. With his vast experience and industry knowledge, today Roy shares with us how incrementally and multi-touch attribution plays a significant role in app user conversion. Airbridge is a unified measurement solution featuring mobile measurement multi-touch attribution, marketing mix modeling, packed into a single unified dashboard, helping marketers to discover and maximize their true sources of growth while empowering them through tools such as deep linking, real-time marketing analytics, audience builder, and fraud protection. Discover how incrementally a multi-touch attribution plays a significant role in app user conversion. This is Jennifer Sansone, and thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the App Growth Show. Today, we are very excited to have Roy from Airbridge joining us. Hello, Roy. Hello, Jennifer. Thank you so much for joining us um, on the App Growth Show today. We're excited to talk about some excited thing, exciting things about your tool, as well as your take on some growth topics that we know are important to our listeners. So let's go ahead and get started. Why don't you just go ahead and tell us a bit more about yourself and about Airbridge? Yeah. So thank you, AppGuardian's team, for inviting me to the App Growth Show. I'm Roy, I'm CEO of Airbridge. So just a little bit about our solution, Airbridge. So Airbridge is a measurement solution helping brands to measure their performance and attribute growth across web and mobile. Well, our goal is simple, to unify measurement and make it easy for marketers to discover what's driving their true digital growth. So to this end, we have built the first to market unified measurement stack. Well, essentially what, it, what this means is every metric, every media channel, every campaign, every platform, including web and mobile, SKA network, and results from every measurement methodology, such as last touch point attribution, multi-touch attribution, and marketing mixed modeling are all packed into unified dashboard. So that's what we are currently providing to more than 200 customers. 200 customers, fantastic. Um, before we dive into a little bit more about these models, uh, we do we have noticed, because we do know a bit about your tool, saying that we do uh, work together, um, is that you are recognized at, as, an, as Meta's official business partner, mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of a big deal. But tell us why that's a big deal and how that kind of sets you apart. Yeah, so absolutely. Well, I, I can only say that it's really amazing to be Meta's official business partner. So not only for mobile measurement, but also for multi-touch attribution. And we're also a proud participant of Meta's MMM, the Marketing Mix Modeling SaaS Incubator Program as well. So why does it matter? So I won't actually tell you that by talking about our own differentiation, which is unified measurement stack. So there are key, three keywords here, unified measurement and stack. So uh, Airbridge goes beyond what existing MMPs have to offer in a market. With Airbridge, marketers get insight beyond just last touchpoint attribution data, but also they can gain deeper insights from MTA and MMM, which help to reveal the incremental effects of marketing and conversions. 
The icing on the top is that these three types of measurement insights, LTA, MTA, and MMM are all unified into a single dashboard. Now, why are we unifying these measurement methods into a single stack? We wanna provide a balanced view as we think there are strengths to each type of measurement methodology in different stages of the marketing cycle and user journey. Well, starting from mobile uh, marketing uh, mixed modeling. So MMM is usually used for the strategy development and media planning. Multi-touch attribution and incrementality measurement are mostly used for monitoring and cross-checking the performance of these campaigns. And lastly, we normally use last touch point attribution for more detailed and microscopic uh, execution and optimization. So because uh, we are actually able to provide all of these three methodologies, and because all of these three methodologies are powered by our partnership with Meta, I can say that definitely it's a uh, very important partnerships uh, to our team right now. Yeah, and that's kind of the whole attribution is really a pain point for so many marketers and just so um, just part of, of the strategy in general. Um, and we have definitely, I feel like we hear more about LTA, last um, touch attribution, than we do about multi-touch attribution, MTA. Um, but I also understand that this is one of like one of the, the favorite features of, mm -hmm. of some of your users is this MTA. Can you dive a little bit more into what that is and why it does matter so much? Yeah, yeah, Jennifer, that's right. So basically MTA, the multi-touch attribution and incrementality measurement. So this feature is definitely the most um, welcomed and most loved feature of AirBridge. It's actually one of our biggest differentiations that we have. So in order for me to elaborate more on this methodologies, I would have to talk more about uh, what last touchpoint attribution is. So last touchpoint attribution it has been the standard option for measuring marketing performance for a long time in this industry because it simplifies the complicated process of attribution analysis. So the model tracks with great certainty the channel that serves as a last touch point, making it easier to optimize campaign and creatives. So, well, this shows why most MPs such as attribution will definitely have uh, LTA as a basic option. However, like last touchpoint attribution has its own limitation in that it gives 100% of the credit for a conversion to the single last touchpoint in a conversion pass. And it does not dig deeper into earlier touchpoints that could have had an impact on the user. Well, in fact, we actually did kind of an internal analysis and our data revealed that at least like 30% of the conversions occur after two or more touch points. So that means if we actually get uh, give 100% credit to the last touch point only, it kind of neglects the roles of the middle touch points that actually existed and that actually contributed to the user's conversion. And moreover, given user's latent inclination to convert, there's a chance that the impact of the last touch point could be overestimated as well. So in, because of these reasons, we believe multi-touch attribution and incrementality measurement could be the solution for that. So with our own incrementality model, you can discover the true incremental effects of each marketing channel you're using. Well, in other words, this is a great way to attribute multi-channel campaigns then to see through general trends. So identifying the most effective channels and allocating more budget to them can definitely help improve marketing performance. 
So how do we do this? We actually use this methodology called propensity score matching. It's kind of a machine learning plus statistical methodologies all combined together. And this actually, uh, by using PSM, propensity score matching, we are able to determine the marketing incrementality. So we do have this report in our dashboard called incrementality report, which is updated every day. This shows the incremental growth drive from each marketing channel. While it helps marketers facilitate media planning and allocate budget more efficiently. Well, furthermore, by adapting an observation model rather than an experimental method, we can provide a more flexible view of the incremental effectiveness of marketing campaigns as well. So if you are interested in finding out more about the concept and methodology of incrementality, I would be more than happy to suggest visiting our website, uh, maybe later this week, and download our upcoming white paper, Incrementality 101. So we are about to um, actually publish this white paper. So yeah, you can always download it on our library website right away. Well, these are very important points you're bringing up because um, it's so true that um, it is quite flawed, right? That we would assume that the last point is what caused the conversion when people are constantly switching back and forth. They might be looking at one thing on their uh, laptop and another thing on their phone. So really, ultimately, where do you attribute that conversion? And um, it is quite limiting to assume that it is the last point. So um, this whole idea of multi-touch, I think, is something that, as you say, is, is really something to keep in mind and have as a consideration in, as you're analyzing your, your spend, because dollars are limited. Um, mm -hmm. So really allocating where and not just assuming that what's working best is is attributed to LTA. So um, it's a very interesting point that you bring up. And also I wanted to circle back a little bit about you touched on the um, web to mobile attribution. And in fact, we, we, can, we collaborated with Airbridge recently on a white paper, not the one that you just referred to, but um, another white paper about building great web to app experiences. Mm -hmm. um, so we also encourage people to download this white paper that, that you guys wrote and we collaborated with about the whole web to mobile experience. Can mm -hmm. you, um, before we get people to download, can you maybe give us some insights of, of what that paper discusses and what it talks about? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, well, in terms of mobile acquisition campaigns, and especially since uh, we have ATT and iOS 14.5 in place, everyone's losing visibility. And because of that, more and more marketers are now utilizing the mobile web to deliver richer content and incentives to users, maybe before landing them on the App Store. Because we know that if we actually just land them on the App Store, maybe they'll just drop off. Or maybe uh, we will not be able to like gain the right visibility because we do not have the IDFA in place. So in other words, a mobile acquisition campaign that weaves in great web-to-web -web experiences is an increasingly popular strategy to boost in-app conversions. I've seen a lot of marketers starting to redirect users to the mobile website, and now it's becoming more and more important to measure these web-to-web -web performances. Well, a common thread across these mobile web experiences is is the presence of call to action buttons. Sometimes we call them as uh, smart app banners or sometimes like sticky banners or whatever we call them. We, we wanna categorize them into a CTA buttons. So these CTA buttons help facilitate smooth and seamless 
cross-platform journeys to increase app installation, NNF conversions raised by encouraging users to download the mobile app or open a specific NF page. So when you're actually using these mobile webs, sometimes you'll be able to see these open an app, you know, buttons or like download the app buttons. And these are the great examples of these uh, CTA buttons that we're talking about. So in partnership with App Guardians, so thanks to App Guardians team, we have explored the types of web to app strategies and how you can build the best smart app banners that maximize your future growth. So from this white paper, you'll be able to get the latest trends and insights exploring various apps use of CTA buttons, the best practices for using smart app banners to build effective web to app strategies, and also the roles of deep links in preventing after landing drop-offs and increasing conversion rates as well. Thank you, Roy, for that. And um, it's, it's clear that AirBridge obviously has so many of these rich features and so many things that, that are already being offered to help make the whole uh, mobile marketing decisions. I wouldn't say easy because it's not easy, but at least a little bit more streamlined and more efficient. Um, already so many features to offer, but we wanna know, can you give us maybe a sneak peek of what AirBridge is working on for the future? Yeah, absolutely. So if I am to just pick one thing, I would say marketing mix modeling. So of course we do already have the multi-touch attribution and incrementality, and definitely it's one of the major pillars we have for mobile growth. But at the same time, increasingly, we're seeing the absence of IDFAs, absence of granular device level data and user level data. And because of that, many marketers are getting, you know, um, actually they're, they're losing visibility into some of these iOS performances. And actually because of that, many uh, marketers are also looking for reasonable and reliable alternatives. And I would say the marketing mix modeling is something that you should always attend to because first of all, marketing mix modeling, they do not require uh, the collection of the device level or user level data in order to compute the results. It's purely based on the aggregated data. So only with the aggregated data, you can run the analysis. So you would call this a ATT resilient solution. So that's the first reason why you wanna uh, look into the MMM. And second, MMM knowledge just give you the retrospective perspective on the, uh, on, on the campaign performances, but it also allows you to have the predictive and prescriptive insight into the campaign performances. So what I mean by uh, predictive or prescriptive is because like MMM is based on machine learning, you will be able to predict the future. You will, if you wanna see like how our performance is going to be in next month, you can do that with MMM. But at the same time, knowledge is that it can also help you uh, have a guidance into how to reallocate your budget more efficiently across these channels or campaigns uh, in order to maximize the ROI. So actually Airbridge has just released a report called budget optimization, which actually helps you understand uh, what you should do in order to maximize the ROI in terms of budget reallocation. So for example, maybe withdraw 10% from channel A, put that 10% into channel B, and that will actually lead to 5% increase of your, um, of your total revenue. So this is what actually our budget optimization report helps you understand. And definitely having this prescriptive and uh, predictive uh, functions is the uh, second biggest advantage of using MMM. And lastly, um, and maybe it's becoming more and more important because nowadays you're seeing a lot of these marketers that are spending budget on CTV, maybe um, OH, 
or some of the alternative media platforms that you haven't actually uh, noticed in the past. So one of the most like famous examples could be like Netflix. Netflix, they just started, um, started their own ad network. And then right now you will be able to, as a performance marketer, you'll be able to spend budget on Netflix. So because of these rising media platforms, it's getting increasingly important for um, like measurement solutions like us to be able to support tracking up these new media platforms, including CTV, retail media platforms, and so on. So MMM can help you do that. So by using MMM, you'll be able to track not only just digital media performances, but also CTV, linear TV, OH, DOH, and all these retail media platforms. Because it's based on aggregated data, you don't have to be integrated with all these uh, media platforms in order to run the analysis. So because of these three big advantages, definitely marketing mixed modeling, I believe is an increasingly important topic. And it's gonna be a very powerful tool for marketers to really execute and measure what's happening there in, 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 in this new era of uncertainties. And definitely that's something that we are currently releasing and we have just uh, released our own reports based on our own MMM model. Great, well, we um, that all sounds very exciting and it sounds like something that many marketers will find very valuable. So we look forward to possibly having a, another podcast topic in the future about MMM so we can dive a little bit deeper into this and kind of get um, some findings from, from yeah. what you're seeing. So we're excited mm -hmm. to, to see the work that uh, you guys will do in that area. Um, Roy, this has been extremely informative. Um, and as we wrap it up, I would like to ask you a question that we ask most of our guests. Mm -hmm. And it's basically if from your knowledge and from your experience in the industry, if you had to give a piece of advice or a mantra or something to someone, uh, it could be an entrepreneur or just someone who's looking to make the next step of growth with their mobile app, what would it be? Yeah. Um... It, it cannot be really, you know, condensed into just one sentence, but um, I want to actually repeat what I just emphasized today. So definitely uh, incrementality and marketing mixed modeling. So it's actually, you have to actually think about how incremental uh, your campaign, your channel, and your creative is. And you cannot really judge this by looking into the last touchpoint attribution model uh, because um, because of the ATT and the absence of growing absence of IDFA. So because of that, you really have to think about uh, this concept of incrementality, and you have to think about how to really measure this incrementality using various tools, including Airbridge, or maybe Meta's Lyft study, or maybe Google's conversion lift. And by leveraging all these methodologies and tools, uh, you have to actually uh, measure incrementality and assess your marketing budget based on the concept of incrementality. So this is kind of the first advice I want to give. And second is something that I always um, talk with the other mar uh, colleague marketers. Definitely marketing mix modeling is getting more and more important. And it's actually the only option that we have currently um, in order to cope with uh, the visibility loss that we're experiencing. So I, I'm certainly, uh, I'm certainly, I'm, I'm pretty I'm certain that the, the presence of MMM will only rise in the future in a mobile marketing space. And definitely, if you are a marketers uh, who are trying to explore new uh, methodologies, not just the LTA, you would definitely want to um, take more time uh, looking into the MMM methodology and some of the latest uh, solutions that are supporting this MMM methodologies. Yeah. 
Well, fantastic. Like I said, we, we look forward to uh, maybe diving into this a little bit further with you um, on a future episode, um, especially as, as you said, with, with the rising importance of it. So Roy, thank you so much for sharing so much of your knowledge with us and all of the great things that Airbridge can bring to as far as marketers look, looking for a solution to help them make sense of, of some of this, this confusion that can be out there. So Roy, thank you so much for your time. And we look forward to speaking with you again in the future. Yeah, thank you, Jennifer and App Guardians team for hosting me today. Thank you, bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in today's episode of the AppGo Show. We hope you're able to take away some actionable insights. If you found today's episode to be helpful, please visit appgrowthnetwork.com and book your free call with us today to supercharge your mobile growth. See you in the next episode. Bye for now.